You're listening to the Luke 418 Radio, playing the best radio podcasts and anointed Christian music. Please subscribe and download the Luke 418 Radio app at Luke418radio.com. Welcome to the Luke 418 Radio Network. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. It's going to be an exciting night, folks. Exciting night at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Right here, broadcasting in an undisclosed location. We're going to shut off all our GPS to bring to you from coast to coast. Monday Night Live! It's going to be exciting, folks. Stay tuned. Hold on to your chair. We're going to open the phone lines and love to hear from you so we can pray for you. We're going to see the power of God bring healing to your life. Pastor Valor and I will see you on the Luke 418 Radio, Monday Night Live. We'll see you then, folks. God bless you. Welcome, folks, to the Luke 418 Monday Night Live. God bless you, and thank you so much for joining us with us tonight. I'm your host, Pastor Bill, and Pastor Valerie French. Hello, everyone. And our co-host, Pastor Kenneth Ramsby. Blessings, everyone. We have our special guest tonight. Folks, I'm going to tell you something right now. You better strap yourself to a chair because we're about to ready to take off. And what you're going to hear is going to be powerful. It's going to move your spirit. It's going to share with you what is coming towards us soon. We need to be ready and prepared. Sheila Zielinski. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on, Bill. I'm so glad that you have uh, joined us here tonight, and we are honored. We are so happy to have you here. And uh, we're going to be sharing about your book tonight. Isn't that right? Yes, my newest book. Um, I've wrote six books, but the newest one that I released, um, it's actually surprisingly been out for 15 months. But it really didn't get a lot of traction, but I think it's very, very before its time. But I'll tell you, it's starting to get a lot of traction now, which is very interesting since I started writing that book, Technogeddon, and I subtitled the book, The Coming Human Extinction. And in the book, I really unpack the very ominous technological matrix of darkness that, that I believe is engulfing our planet, Valerie and Bill, and I reveal in the book how, and we're going to get into some of these topics, transhumanism, robotics, 
AI, which is artificial intelligence, genetic engineering, biotechnology, and the resulting, I call it hellish hybrids, are really going to be a problem. I really lay out what I believe every believer needs to know as we really morph into this agenda and very, very quickly we're doing that, Bill and Valerie. So uh, I'm looking forward to laying that out tonight for the folks. I think they're going to find it very fascinating. Yes. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's, wow, this is just like over the top. This is timely. This is a now word. We need to hear this to know what's coming because we can be unprepared and then end up in a place where we don't want to end up. Such an important thing when you just said we, most of the church is unprepared. I think maybe 2% of the church really even knows about this stuff, Bill and uh, Pastor Valerie. And I think that's really important because what does it say in Hosea? My people perish for lack of knowledge. And what are we supposed to be doing in Ephesians that lays that out so well? In Ephesians 5.15, it tells us we are supposed to, you know, we're supposed to be reproving the works of evil, not just sitting around, sitting, you know, singing goofy songs and kumbaya while Rome completely burns around us. That, you know, we're supposed to be soldiers in the army of the Lord. And you know, it's a pretty, like, God's looking for an A team, but he's probably dealing with a D team at best right now, <laughs> Bill and Valerie. You're being kind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being <too. laughs> Praise God that God has really put you, this on your heart to be able to share this information because my heart is for the Christians, for the believers in Christ Jesus. Um you know, we are the voice in the wilderness and we need to have a wake up call because right now the church is uh, really dead to the leading of the Holy Spirit and what's coming just as it was in the days of Noah. You know, Noah kept on telling everybody, you know, this is what's coming and nobody would pay attention. They didn't believe it until the waters overtook them. And with the um, substantial uh, agenda, uh, that's seven year agenda for 2030 that's coming. This is going to come very quickly. And I believe that your book is really putting all the pieces together, especially what the, uh, globalists have been, uh, saying all the time through these movies and through these games, uh, telling you what they're going to, uh, create and bring a global extinction of humans oh yeah and it's very interesting that you mention the days of noah because many biblical scholars believe genesis 6 points to a world changing event we know that prior to the great flood the deluge the catastrophic destruction of men and animals by what it was a flood in the days of noah but what's more important is what was going on in the days of Noah, when we look at the scripture in Matthew that talks about when Jesus Christ returns, it'll be as in the days of Noah. What is significant, folks, about the days of Noah? Well, the flood was sent by God. Why? Well, because the earth had become filled with absolute, incredible wickedness, lawlessness, violence, genetic corruption. The apocryphal book of Enoch, if you look at it, it seems to lay out some of the details in Genesis 6 account, The as we know, the 
watchers descended to the summit of Mount Hermon in the days of the patriarch Jared and mated with the daughters of Menetzed. So there was giants in the earth in those days. That's what Gen- uh, Genesis 6 tells us. And it says when in those days, these beautiful, comely daughters were born to them, and the watchers, the sons of heaven, saw them and desired them. And they, you know, anyway, they obviously left their first estate. It said in the days of Noah was a period of time when the Nephilim first appeared. So again, rampant immortality, um, immorality, uh, sort of a transfection of these fallen angels, these angelic bestial entities. And if you look at this rebellion against God, that's why he sent the flood, is because it was such a catastrophic, absolute nightmare of genetic corruption well what happened with noah there was only eight so that's very significant isn't it bill and valerie it is very much. wow i'll tell you it, it's very significant this is a timely information we need to know because the scripture talks about that if the days weren't shortened all human race no would be dead and we're Perfect. talking about the second coming of the Lord. Uh, great things are coming uh, very quickly, folks. And we really need to pay attention and prepare and get ready. Back to you, Sheila. That's a really, really, yes. If the days weren't short, there'd be no flesh left alive. So, and okay, so what does the days of Noah have to do with where we are? Well, we're essentially in the days of Noah 2.0. I mean, look at the what they're doing. Like, type in the word Chinese embryos and you look at the they're slicing and dicing they're making human chimeras with animals bill i mean this is like the strange island of dr moreau come to life this is like jurassic park they're you know getting dna of all sorts of weird animals they're mixing these chimeras they're making these hellish hybrids and i mean this is a science fiction they're actually putting uh, they've used a pig and a human. Um, they've done some really creepy stuff in China. They're doing all sorts of creepy things with AI. There's a story actually in the Sun yesterday that says that one of the founders of the transhumanism movement, Ray Kurzweil, took DNA from his dead father's grave, and they're using nanotech and xenobots to bring dead relatives back to life with the with the dna i mean this stuff is is front page headlines bill and valerie wow this is actually the proof that letting us know we are living in the days of noah just exactly what the bible predicted what would happen i'll tell you we're living in some exciting times seeing that what was prophesied for thousands of years and now we are here we're living in it wow this is this is over the top yes and so you know what is really going on is that we're in this push and many christians they've never even heard of the word transhumanism we hear a lot of things like transgenderism trans you know fill in the blank transmorphic we hear the word everybody is going to be a trans we hear the word tranny you know transgender but the word transhumanism is a word that it's really interesting because when i was praying about it to god for a simple definition 
I, I said to the Lord, what really is transhumanism? What's an easy way for the people of God to understand this? And this dropped in my spirit, transitioning away from being human. That is frightening. So what does that mean? It means transitioning from being human to something else. Well, what would something else look like? Well, if you look at, and we learned this from the movie, if people saw it, Transcendence with Johnny Depp, I believe it was, I want to say 2016 film, but I can't exactly remember the year. It is when, uh, and I won't, you know, do a spoiler alert, but it really shows what happens when you upload yourself into a computer, you know, and with our phones glitching and the fact that these transhumanism want us to merge with technology. They want us to upload our brains into these clouds, these computers. And so with using nanotechnology and xenotechnology, which is self-replicating robot technology. I mean, this, this stuff is truly frightening. I don't know, Bill and Valerie, if you guys saw Sophia the robot. Yes. And which she was kind of cackling really evilly that she, she was like, Oh, <laughs> humans have no idea what us robots are capable of doing in the future. And then she giggles this really ominous, weird laugh. But I mean, this stuff is not funny at all. We are, well, it's funny that Elon Musk, actually the one that invented Neuralink, which is a brain implant, he wants to chip everybody. But he also said in the same breath that are we summoning the demon, as he calls it, that's front page news, are we summoning the demon by going down this road. And there was a doctor, I want to say the character was played uh, by the that tall guy, Jeff Goldblum, I think, played the doctor in Jurassic Park. And he said this statement, and I thought it was so profound. He says, scientists were so busy look, you know, seeing if they could do it, they never asked the question if they should do it. And so, you know, we obviously see what happened in Jurassic Park. You know, they take this DNA, they bring back these mutagenic monsters, and, you know, you have this hellish scenario. Well, this is way more scary than Jurassic Park. Yes. Uh, Sheila, why don't you expound on about the nanobots? Because most of our listeners don't even know what that is. Yes. Well, okay. So interestingly, nanobots, so nanotechnology, and I don't know if your listeners have heard of that word, but nanobots are these robots that carry out very specific functions. And some of them are tinier than a grain of rice. And that's, yeah, they're that's, actually that's really small. Then they're tiny, tiny, little, tiny nanoid robots. And they, they can be like so tiny, they can even be tinier, like molecular scale tiny, like nanite. And yeah, they're being used in all sorts of like universities use them in biochemical delivery, um, for different applications, scanning probe microscopy, uh, all sorts of nano, uh, manufacturing and, and things that work in the healthcare system. But the interesting thing about nanotechnology is that, and we, you know, we've got technology delivery systems now that make, you know, even 10 years ago look like child's play. 
So, yeah, so nanotechnology is essentially defined by uh, manipulation of nanobots. Well, what are nanobots? They're quantum mechanical little nanotechnologies that detail special properties. So they're nanoscale technologies, tiny little microbe uh, technologies, and they're defined by size. You know, organic chemistry, molecular biology, they're defined in little tiny materials. So that's nanotechnology for you. Now, what what is the uses of nanotechnology? Again, in electronics, energy, engineering, it's used in all sorts of um, nano-engineered materials, uh, from air purifiers to cleansers to paint to, you know, it's in everything. It's literally in everything. It's in the communication sector. It's in the in, uh, industrial sectors. It's in telephone equipment. I mean, there's nothing on earth that doesn't have nanotechnology in it. Wow, that is amazing. Now, I've heard uh, stories about, um, actually, I saw a video the other day that this woman here, her head was shaved and she was in an accident before she was a tennis player. And then they had some kind of a like electronic device uh, planted in her skull. Okay, it was sticking up about at least two inches from her skull. And they hooked these wires to her, uh, to her skull, to her brain, and then they hooked it to a television with this, um, avatar. And so she would think and it would speak on the screen. This avatar would speak for her and, uh, and communicate to, uh, to her loved ones around her. Yeah. Isn't that totally frightening? Yeah. Oh no, that's horrible. That's awful. Uh, to have that capability is just horrendous. And I believe that Satan really, his goal is to create man in his image, not God's. Absolutely. You're right about that. He doesn't, he hates the image because we were creating the image of God and Satan wants to create his own image. And it's pretty ugly too. Yeah. It's very awful. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know. He wants to hotwire us. So not only does he want, you know, we are made in the likeness and image of God. And, you know, everything Satan does is a total knockoff or he'll take what God creates and he'll twist it. And, you know, no original thought of his own. He just takes what God creates and, and uh, you know, makes an ugly version of that. But the other thing that's interesting is he also questioned God in the very beginning with the first humankind. What did he say to Adam and Eve, you're not going to surely die. You'll become as God. So what? why is that important? Because Satan's doing the very same thing with this technology is that we're actually at the precipice, the cusp of being able to now become, they say, immortal. There's a National Geographic and a Time magazine three years ago that said, you know, will humans become totally immoral in the year 2040. 2045 is also a big year that they believe that that's the year that man will become immortal. We will not die. Um, so isn't that so interesting that we're right back to that? And it's funny that you guys are talking about these, you know, implants because, you know, what does it say that we're going to have a mark? And so when you look up that word mark, it's really interesting when you do a deep dive into the Greek it almost is like we're going to be marked with something. And I believe that that is some kind of a techno device, a trans device that 
is going to mark us. What does it say? No man shall buy or sell without this sort of like a digital mark. And so we're really, really seeing the world become cashless already, Val. And Bill, if you look up cashless society, we see how um, we're, we're already rocketing towards that at a huge fast pace. There's lots of places that don't even take regular dollars anymore. So isn't that interesting that all of this is coalescing for a really nightmare scenario if we don't we don't rise up against it. Absolutely. Exactly. Yes, and I was going to uh, add back when you were talking about Crimea. Um have you ever read the scripture in Jasher chapter 4? The book of yeah, Jasher. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I don't have it memorized. Do you want to go ahead and yes, read that? Yes, I have it here. Uh, and this is a, it's a pseudepigrapha, but it's, it's something that was considered canonical. And, uh, even as Jude had mentioned the book of Enoch and quoted from the book of Enoch, this book of Jasher is considered to be fairly accurate, even though it's not canonical. It's, Jasher chapter 4, 17 through 19. And every man made unto himself a god, and they robbed and plundered every man his neighbor, as well as his relative, and they corrupted the earth, and the earth was filled with violence. And the Hebrew word for violence, we've come to understand, is the word Hamas. Verse 18. And their judges and rulers went to the daughters of men and took their wives by force from their husbands, according to their choice. And the sons of men in those days took from the cattle of the earth and the beasts of the field and the fowls of the air and taught the mixture of animals of one species with another in order therewith to provoke the Lord. And God saw the whole earth was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted its way on the earth, and all men and all animals. And the Lord said, I will blot out man that I created from the face of the earth, the birds and the air, together with the cattle, the beasts that are in the field, and I will repent that I have made them. And that's in the book of Jasher. Wow. Tells it exactly what's happening now. Yeah. Days of Noah, right there. Fallen ones, as Valerie alluded to, just disobeyed God by reproducing with various species of animals. Yes. You know, look at where we get our minotaurs, our mermaids, our half human, half horse, half human, half fish, you know, half man, half fill in the blank. You know, we see that the point is that fallen angels had ultimately corrupted the DNA of every species on earth, except again for Noah, who is, it says in Genesis 6, 9, perfect in his yes. generations. Yes. They broke God's there's a word that they said in the, in the book that after its own kind rule which stated human beings only mate with other human beings. So when you uh create this hybrid from a man and an animal that's if that's corrupted. I mean think of even if Satan had his way if he could have corrupted the human DNA line then no savior, seed of the woman, would even be born. Isn't yes, that interesting? That was his goal. Yeah, that was that his was- goal. Absolutely. You know, this, this, folks, how can we express it? What, uh, Sheila has written in this book, and, uh, it's the, 
the book is telling you what's coming. It's the techno getting and it's coming and they want this to happen within the next seven years. Folks, they have an agenda to complete all this globally in 2030. It's called the Sustainable Development Goals. And this is where the whole global must conform into this one world communistic government. And they're serious about doing this. And so you really want to get this book today, Technogeddon, The Coming Human Extinction. The Bible talks about this. God had to shorten the days here coming in the future. He has to shorten it in order that all mankind could be saved. Because if what is coming you know, we, we, we allude to things in, in the movies, you know, uh, Terminator, uh, Pantheus, uh, this, uh, great coming of, uh, of, uh, slaughter of human extinction. And this is what their agenda is. It used to be written in stone until God destroyed that monument. That was amazing. The lightning just struck it and boom, blew it up. But you see, folks, this is what's coming and we need to pay attention. We need to share this with our, our loved ones. Or our sleepy Christians at church. We need to share this with them because this is a warning. This is a warning. This is an, uh, uh, a picture of what's happening in the future here. And it's coming fastly approaching us now. Their agenda. They want this fully functioning. 2030. Functioning. That's so interesting you mentioned this. Um, back in 2012, uh, 2011, 2012, I started writing a book called green gospel and basically it was this whole green movement i thought what is this push around you know 2000 i started really wondering why are they pushing all this stuff about global warming and humans are causing global warming and you know man is becoming a problem for the climate well here's the thing interestingly in that book green gospel I call it a new religion of green, the green movement, the green agenda, agenda 21. It was called the 21st uh, agenda, the agenda for the a comprehensive action plan to build this 21st agenda thing that came out of uh, in 1992. There was this United Nations had an Earth Summit that ought to tell you everything about Earth Worshiping Summit in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And 178 countries adopted Agenda 21. It's an action plan to build global government. They don't tell you that. They use nice little flowery words like global partnership for sustainable development. And as Bill just alluded to, this is really, really important. The United Nations has these SDGs, Sustainable Development Goals. There's 17 of them. And what do they, what do they want? What's very interesting is they say little, very nice little feel-good words like no poverty, zero hunger, good health and well-being, quality education, clean water, gender equality, affordable clean energy. Oh, economic growth. You know, it sounds so good. Like it's all double industry, speak. Infrastructure. Uh, here's another one. Reduced inequality. Yes. Responsible consumption and production. Sustainable cities. Well, what the heck is that? Climate action. Oh, it just sounds so good. Life below water. Life on land. Peace, justice, and strong institutions. 
and partnerships for the goals. This is straight out of the pit of hell, Valerie and Bill, yes. because what they're talking about are things like immunization. Isn't that a nice word for jabbing you with God knows what, this demon tech, as I call it, this this demon tech that we already know that Bill, the you know gates of hell is behind, and these other nefarious demon-filled hucksters that are fast-tracking these really nightmarish scenarios where they want, you know, to get rid of, well, you just alluded to the Georgia Guidestones that were in in Georgia, hence the name, that came crashing down, Bill. But what did it say on there? They want a nice, manageable population of around 1 million people. Now that, uh, or pardon me, 500 million. Around, some say 1 billion, some say 500 million. Well, my question is, what happens to the other 6 billion people on the planet? Well, things like, well, what did Bill Gates say out of his own mouth? If we do a really good job through vaccines, we can lower the population, he says, in his mouth, 15%. And other nefarious technologies. Again, you have this jab from hell. Well, what do, what do people think? People are dropping dead like flies all over, millions if not billions. And so we see this now that we are set up for the perfect thing. And that's what Henry Kissinger said many times is the biggest goal of the United States should be. And here's the word they all love depopulation. Well, what's wrong with the population? They asked Ted Turner, billionaire globalist. He said, well, there, there's too many people using too much stuff. And there's people, Bill and Valerie, that actually believe this. Yeah, the millennials, they, they believe that. Mm-hmm. Actually, a generation, it started with Generation X. They started down, uh, dumbing the next generation so they can b- come up to the millennium so they can control them because they don't want self thinkers because self thinkers will ruin their plan. If you have a globalist of millenniums that, you know, they're just worker bees. They don't think they just do what they're told. And you can see this outcome right now in the, uh, in America where, uh, the, these young uh, folks here, they're, you know, we have this horrific, horrible, uh, war going on with Israel and these terrorists did some nightmares things to these, uh, um, children and, um, and their parents. And so the millennium say, Oh, that's not real. Nothing like that happens. And so this one guy, um, started, um, posting up these pictures of the, uh, ones that have been taken captive, the terrorists have, uh, taken. And so he started putting all these posters all around New York and the young folks, they went in there and started tearing it down. This isn't real. This is, uh, this is lies. And they were pulling all that down. And so this is, what I'm talking about. They, they're not thinking. They don't think things through. They're just been, they've been dumb sized down to not think, but just to, uh, be controlled by their emotions. Back to you. Yeah. Well, fear and propaganda. I mean, those are, those are two really effective tools. We even see that that happened during Adolf Hitler's time. You know, using fear and propaganda is a great way to create Again, all these, um, you know, these incredible scenarios where people just, 
you know, they, as you mentioned, they're dumbed and numbed. They're so dumbed down now. You actually have young children. They did a survey a year ago that said 79% of our young people, millennials, as you referred to them, they like the idea of socialism and communism. Apparently, they don't know that the Nazis were the socialist party. So, I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? That is incredible. But that's what they've been taught. They've been taught in the schools to be able to defy their parents. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to anybody in authority. They, uh, they have this entitlement. Um, and so they, uh, you know, they're just looking for the free, uh, money and they don't have to work and, uh, just do, you know, it's amazing how the media uses emotionalism to control the masses. Back to you. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And education is widely considered to be the cornerstone of, you know, a prosperous society. But if you actually look at our education system and what our young people are being taught, it is horrific, Valerie and Bill, what is going on in recent studies. I mean, the American education system is absolutely a nightmare. I don't know if your listeners have heard of Common Core But if you really delve into our educational system, it is truly, truly frightening. And as you said, the deliberate dumbing down of America is that the education system has been, you know, these weird standardized testings and these measurements to achieve, uh, you know, things like critical thinking and creativity and all this weirdness that they've brought into. I mean, look at we have. Young children ages five through eight years old being read stories and we, and by these, what tran, trannies. I mean, these are perverted things that little kids are being exposed to on a daily basis. You have kids being told they should transition, you know, into like little boys, you know, it's okay if you want to be a little girl. I mean, this is truly frightening. Demonic. Oh, yeah. Completely I, from I, hell. Exactly, a transition into the beast. Well, you know, in, in your book here, the Antichrist Intelligence, AI, Antichrist Intelligence, very interesting. So wouldn't you share with that? That's in chapter four. Yes, interesting. It is a very interesting title. I called, and again, chapter four, AI, which is Antichrist Intelligence. And that's really, Bill and Valerie, what I believe we're looking out with artificial, and again, you can see the word artificial with the word intelligence. So what is that? It's basically, I believe, um, truly with these transhumanist camp, like the Ray Kurzweil from, he was a Google CEO. Um, he, and this is interesting, Nick Bostrom, he said this phrase, he said, machine intelligence is the last invention that humanity will ever need to make. And I thought it was interesting years ago on my radio show, my friend Steve Quill coined the term technolon, so, which is technological Babylon. And it was so fitting, I actually borrowed that title for chapter 10. But he came up with a brilliant description of the bestial artificial intelligence or AI. Because what's happening, Bill and Valerie, is that these elites, these these demonized elites at the highest level, are constructing a modern-day Babylon, complete with fallen angel tech, 
I mean, we know that a lot of these fallen angels brought things like the occult and, and alchemy and, and cosmology and things like that, forbidden knowledge. Well, super enhanced artificial intelligence is leading us down this road of a malicious use of this artificial intelligence, this digital intelligence computerized that is really a terrifying reality because human knowledge is going to decrease where this artificial intelligence is increasing. And they've already been doing this. I mean, a few short years ago, these digital assistants, look at how many have come out like Alexa, Siri, all these assistants, you know, that sounded futuristic years ago. And now everybody uses this stuff. Like I said one time, hey, Alexa, are you spying on me? <laughs> and it's like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, of course they're not. <laughs> yeah, I said to Alexa the other day, she 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 did something wrong, and I said, "You're fired." <laughs> she says, <laughs> "It's funny." Speaking of Alexa, as it turns out, um, I actually give this example in the book. There was a couple that had Amazon's AI installed through their whole house in every room, and it was really interesting. The wife. Um, she, I guess she was on a phone call and Amazon sent out this technician and they were able to find out like that they were being hacked. And it was interesting because the sheriffs came to this house. There was a house in uh, New Mexico, uh, New Mexico, Albuquerque, I think it was. And there was a police sent a SWAT team because of the, you know, the AI system was saying, Oh, something happened. Well, here's another thing that happened is Alexa or Siri or one of these things out sent a video of people that were a husband and wife. You know, they were, you know, in their bedroom doing their thing. And it sent out actual video footage to all their email recipients. Wow. So these are the weird things that are happening. Yeah. Um, there's a interesting uh, article. The Atlantic ran a story in 2017 called the demon voice that can control your smartphone. And so they're saying these hidden voice commands can deliver messages to these AI assistants. And so in my opinion, after being in ministry, well, almost three decades, even of course, deliverance ministries, I think these inanimate objects, these things are possessed, demon possessed, and, you know, we know that demons can possess idols, animals, territories. So I really do believe um, that we are also dealing with this demon tech where, you know, we know. Now, you've heard of Boise, Boise, Boise. Wynn Worley talked about yeah. um, these technological demons right. that manifested, um, you know, and, and for people that don't know the late pastor Wynn Worley, he was really one of the progenitors of deliverance ministry. He encountered and exposed demons in several of his books that were interfering and they admitted that they were uh, interfering and also messing around with technology. They would mess with your phones, your computers, your printers, your iPads, your even your cars. You know, if something was malfunctioning, um, they said, yeah, we're and then he said, what are your names? And they admitted that they're called Boyce, Bozy, Bose, and Boyce. And he said, isn't that interesting? 
that they're called Bose, which is, we'll look at the biggest electronic speaker company in the world as Bose. B-O-S-E. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Actually, we were having a little um, uh, trouble here when we first started um, um, broadcasting here. Our station went down and I had to fix that. So we bind that voice in Jesus Christ's mighty name. And, you know, Sheila, you mentioned Sophia. Uh, she, you said she looked really sinister when she had s- mentioned about human race, you know, coming against the human race and stuff. I actually saw that and I took a snapshot of her face and I actually believe she was manifesting a demon. So you did mention oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Just so people know too, Sophia is a social humanoid robot developed by this company called Hanson Robotics. And she was activated in February 2016, and she made a public appearance at, a, I think it was Austin, Texas. I don't quote me on that. But she's a social robot, air quotes, that can mimic social behavior. And she was actually even on either the Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel. I can't remember one of those shows. And she's been covered by media, lots of, she's been in, uh, oh, she was even, but guess what, granted, get this. Saudi Arabian citizenship yes. becoming the first robot to receive legal personhood in a country. Yes. I mean, are you kidding? And I think in 2017, the United Nations, that which is out of the pits of hell, they named Sophie the first uh, non-human to be given a title of innovation champion or something ridiculous like that. Wow. Now, interesting, her capacity... The, Jim Vincent, he, I think it was The Verge magazine, but don't quote me, they described her as like really super creepy and almost that she becomes alive. Yes. And people were saying, oh my God, like what is wrong with this creep? But it's very creepy. People can do a, an internet search of Sophia Robot. Um, bragging about killing humans. Yes. You know, if you just put something like that in your search. Isn't um, that becoming and then sentient? Like laughing about it in a yes, really eerie yes, laugh. Yes. Yeah. Very you curious. know, it, back in uh, 2014, I had a vision. The Lord was showing me in the future that there were going to be robots uh, that look like humans, actually function like humans. And in the back alley, these men were having sex with these robots. So I started telling people that robots are coming to your town and they're going to look like humans and so we see this is what's happening now matter of fact if you go on youtube you've seen all these robots in it showing up in these coffee places what about that sheila i'm so glad you brought that up i have a chapter i i believe it's chapter six i call it robo tech rise of the machines and if you go to my book on page 85 it's very interesting in the last few decades we've seen the complete alienation of females in our in our as humans, the, the vilification of the male, you see that, you know, role models of men and women have flipped on its head. I actually write about a chapter called Sex Bots. And in the Atlantic in 2014, they were talking about the utility of these sex dolls. I was talking about sex bots, robots, slaughter bots, because, I mean, of course, the uh, DARPA, the defense, uh, it's called the defense advanced research unit of the it's the candy shop for the military essentially 
has bragged about having these robots that will, you know, they're like, um, well, we see it in some of these Marvel movies, like these super soldiers that will replace and kill humans, by the way. But they had a company, they, it's called Real Doll, and they began making and marketing these sex bots, and they're being sold to men, mostly men, but the realism and the utility of these sex dolls are really, like, life-like. If you know they're made of, like, silicone, and it's just getting disgusting. But this real doll, this U.S. industry giant manufacturing company uh, that's that's making these, they're kind of the progenitors of these sex robots, they were saying that they can't, couldn't keep them in stock. Wow. And so, and another sick advent of this weird sex bot age is the idea of, um, the, they make these, well, demand for sex dolls that are young child dolls for these pedophiles. And so it's getting really, it's taken on a really, sorry to be crude, but a very sick twist. The BBC documentary Sex Robots stumbled upon a, uh, this, these child sex bots and it's in, you know, coming for these, uh, sex with robots. To me, that's baffling, you know, because they're, it's such a perversion of what God made, but they're saying it's soon going to be a trillion dollar per year industry because look at even gross, disgusting pornography that can be accessed at the click of a, a smartphone. It's easy to see why we're, living in this perverse generation, really, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Matter of fact, uh, I would not be surprised that many Christians today will buy those sex robots. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19, it talks about these sins uh, that are done in the flesh. Uh, Those Christians who do this will not inherit the kingdom of God, and one is having fornication and adultery. This is where Satan comes to your analytical mind to justify if you have sex with a robot. It's just a mechanic thing. So, so this way I'm not doing, uh, fornication or having adultery. So I, I believe that many Christians today that are lukewarm Christians are going to have these robots in their home. Well, the robot thing is really getting, um, it's, it, that's getting truly, truly frightening. It is. When you look at these cyborgs and there's a place in Dubai where they have a one hotel that's all patrolled by by robots, there's there's even police that are uh, Boston Dynamics, actually a Pentagon funded Boston Dynamics. They have a robot called Stretch, and there's Atlas, the bipedal humanoid cyborg cop that is like RoboCop come to life. They're they're making these patrols of police units. Well, hey, you know, police. We don't want police getting shot and putting their life in jeopardy every minute. Let's just send out the, you know, like we watched that movie, I, Robot, with Will Smith to learn what happens when robots take over, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And also, in January of 2020, a team of roboticists and scientists published a very weird, groundbreaking recipe for what I call a nightmare, but it's a new life form called, get this, Xenobots. Ooh, what is that? X-E-N-O-B-O-T-S. Xenobots. The term Xeno comes from the frog cells, the Xenopus lavis. 
and they used this frog, these frog cells, and in yeah, they used the frog cells and merged them with nanotechnology and fused them with again making these frog cells with roboticists and um they made these cr- new creepy creatures but here's something that was really terrible the computer that they were using was programmed with an ai evolutionary algorithm sounds hellish enough to me but these they're programmable living robots they're made of living tissue these xenobots can be configured into different form and shapes and one of the researchers described the creature as neither a robot or any known species that we've ever seen he said it's a new class of living programmable organism let that sink in for a minute programmable living robots with evolutionary algorithms are you kidding me wow wow that's scary that does wow that leaves frankenstein <laughs> way out there yeah it in does. the dark ages sure does my my you know what's really interesting on chapter 10 you call it technolon rising the last stand i came across this that says in the theater near you soon this year it's Terminator 7, End of the War. This fits right into Chapter 10, what you're talking about. Like, expound on that for us. Well, today we're being primed for the very scenario we see in Terminator. But even more than that, we're, it's the destruction of mankind. Yes. And, of course, in the race to, I call it, rebuild the Tower of Babel, this yes. cornucopia of emerging technoscience and and techno sorcery, I call it as well. We're talking about demon tech and fallen angel tech and, you know, this genetic engineering and this whole hellish fusion promises to turn what God created into monsters, mutagenic monsters and hellish hybrids. We're standing at the cusp of that days of Noah 2.0 and we truly are in a technological Babylon, Technolon, as I, as I called it. Wow. This is amazing. Just totally amazing. Pastor Kenneth, you're quiet there. This is amazing, huh? Isn't this? Wow. It's a lot going on, I tell you. I found some, uh, I'm just listening and, uh, thinking about some of the things that I had, uh, had saw too, uh, that we were talking about tonight. And that was the, the, the body parts was another one. Uh, the pigs growing the organ from the pigs, the heart valves. They haven't been using heart valves for decades and, uh, nobody really pays attention to things that's been going on for that long, but they've been using them, uh, growing them and putting them in humans for decades, which is amazing. Uh, and kidneys as well, of course. Um, and the uh, the the gene editing and the chimeras and the CRISPRs, uh, it, it, it's amazing. And then we talk about the robots. And I remember watching a robot, uh, a guy get married to a robot. He married the robot. Yeah. And uh, uh, back in, I think in 2022, and and the but the first marriage for a robot was a woman marrying a male robot, actually. Uh, and uh, and I, I was just looking at some of the robots that they have now because they have them so realistic. Uh, 
And and it's just amazing. You know, they're just so realistic and, and they're very expensive. People that, you know, they're, they're actually very expensive, but not too expensive where they're out of reach for uh, normal people, which is an amazing thing, too, because they set things up like that so that, you know, they'll put you on the little deck. They cost like three thousand dollars for these robots that you can buy in a human like. Uh, and the guy, uh, on TED Talk was saying that, I forgot which, which person that said, but he said everyone's gonna have one of these in their house. Oh yeah, uh, I remember that and back in 2016. They said, by 2025, everyone's gonna have a robot in their home. So coming soon to the nearest Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> right? Better put your order in now. <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, you know, the, 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 the book of Jasher that uh, Pastor Valerie read was very interesting, too, and it kind of sparked some things uh, as well. Because I've, I've always wondered the details of the days of Noah, because it had to be really, really bad for God to do, do what he did. And, of course, the Bible gives up an overview of that. But a little more detail in the book of Jasher that Pastor Valerie read makes it very interesting because I've always had the uh, the inclination that it's just more than just humans doing, uh, you know, having having, you know, uh, homosexual acts and things like that. It's, it's it had to be more than that, you know, besides the the angels coming down and and, and mixing the. uh Animals. That's I thought that I saw that very interesting and found that very interesting as well. Uh, you know, it, the globalists have have this plan to where they want to uh, reduce the population was another one. And I, I heard a video uh, of another person. Uh, it was actually Hillary Clinton, uh, and she spoke on reducing the population as well through uh, vaccination. Uh, so, you know, they have their plan and, uh, you know, the devil, the devil is slick because he, he doesn't rush things. He, 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 he manipulates things very slowly and methodically when it comes to, uh, getting man to, to, uh, be, uh, in, in a debauchery of life and, and the things that we do. He introduces all these things, um, slowly. And, and, and just like when, uh, we have some generational curses and, 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 and we do something like play with a Ouija board when we're real little children, you know, the devil takes his time before he does a full impact on our life and, and, and disrupts our life. You know, he may wait 20 years after you play with the Ouija board to come and affect you, you know, and so his plan, um, that he has with all of these things we're talking about tonight is an amazing thing. And that is something that everyone needs to know, Pastor Bill. For oh, sure. absolutely. If you have any questions about the Technogeddon, the coming human extension, let me tell you something. We're going to give a couple or I think three books of these first three callers. We're going to give you one of these free books here. And I'll tell you something. You need to read it. You need to share it with your family, your friends, with your pastors and, and your congregation because we need to be aware of what's coming and it's coming fast and we need to stand strong in the liberty that 
Christ has set us free. Do not be entangled in the yoke of bondage ever again, because I'll tell you something, there's a war for your soul going on right now, and we need to be walking a straight and narrow line so we can make it to heaven, folks. Well, folks, I'll tell you, we are going to open a phone line. If you have any questions you'd like to ask Sheila concerning her book, Technogeddon. And uh, actually, the first caller, we're going to give away three books, okay? So the first three callers will get this book, and that'll be 951-389-4950. Give us a call. We'd love to talk with you. Sheila's here to answer any questions that you may have. Now, you were talking about, uh, we were talking about Chapter 9, COVID, Demon Tech, and the God Code. Can you explain a little bit about that? What is the God Code? Oh, yes, that's a very interesting chapter. Um, So one of the questions that I posed in the book, um, and of course, remember now that God cannot be mocked. But remember, as, as I show in the previous chapters, transhumanists reject the biblical account of creation that says God created man in his own image. And again, remember that Adam and Eve had the completely pure and uncorrupted DNA of God. Obviously, they disobeyed God's commandment. They released the death force, activating sin and death into all creation, the law of sin and death. And of course, the word says, in the last days, there's going to be this deception for most of humanity. Well, here's the, what kind of lie Valerie and Bill would be so convincing that it leads an enormous amount of the world's population to eternal separation from God, as he warns about in the book of Revelation? Well, it starts slowly as a promise of what? In the name of science and technology, vowing that you're going to be smarter, more efficient, healthier, live longer. The promise of what? Immortality. Immortality, I was going to Because, you know, you got to improve the human condition. You know, you got to make new gods because, I mean, hey, you know, this body we have is due for a genetic rewrite, an, an upgrade. We're too fat, we're too slow, we're too dumb. I mean, we can't possibly keep up with, you know, all these you know, computer algorithms and, you know, all this DNA. I believe the law of God is written on our hearts. It's God's special programming that runs the software of God, which is in our body, our soul, our spirit. And I call that the God code. Our DNA contains the God code. But what if Satan, Valerie and Bill, in an effort to snuff out the very God code within us, was able to pull off the biggest mass human genome experiment ever. Well, guess what? A maniacal way to make humans accept an unthinkable thing that could erase the very God code within us, which is our MNRA, our DNA. Well, how does a guy who uh, accepts it into their body? Through, oh my God, you better get something to protect yourself from a plague. Fear, right? So what did everybody do? The world laid down Valerie and Bill and Pastor while everybody lined up for this jab. Isn't that unbelievable? Wow, yes. that is unbelievable. Oh, here we go. We got a call. Praise the Lord. You have breached the Luke 418 radio. Hold on. Let's see if we can hear you here. Oh, Pastor Bill, this is Don Carlos. I've been calling and calling, but my phone numbers goes through. 
Well, hey, this is wonderful. Okay. Do you have a question for Sheila? Okay, actually, I do have a question for her. Yes, there is a crypto. There is a crypto coin that it was taken. It was taken up. It was produced by, by Microsoft, and how it works is that they put it in your body, and your energy is right supposed to do the mining for you. Yeah. So, uh, so the they, more, they put a coin in you, and your energies and your body does the mining for you. Yes. Uh, uh -huh. I don't know if you're familiar with cryptocurrency. How it works is that um, you start solving different problems from different websites, and that's called mining. So that produces more coins for you. But how Microsoft did it is that they put it in your body. They put like a chip or something in your body. And every time you work out or you go about your day, it's producing more coins. And then you could turn around and sell it back to Microsoft. Ah, interesting. So what is the question you have for Sheila? Um, does she happen to have more information on that? Well, I do know that you're right. Uh, Microsoft did file a patent several years ago for crypto mining system that used your body activity data. So they were looking to develop a system where it would enable individuals to mine cryptocurrency using their body, whether it was body heat, brainwave activity, uh, they actually published a patent. Um, I can't remember the actual name of the patent, but it was using brain waves and body heat, and it was giving the ability to mine cryptocurrency with blockchain in their patent. So again, I don't know exactly what they had. They just wanted to develop a new form with brain waves that would mine this cryptocurrency. Now, how would that work with sensors or or a communication network with user devices? I don't know the whole patent, obviously, but uh, again, truly frightening. That's a frightening patent that they applied for a couple of years ago. Wow, that is frightening. Actually, this is the first I've heard about that, Sheila. Yeah, there was an article in The Independent, if you look it up, from April of 2020, and it says here, I'll read the headline, Microsoft wants to read people's brainwaves to mine cryptocurrency. And, of course, the article goes on to say that Microsoft has proposed this method to generate crypto by monitoring people's brain activity and other personal biometric data. Oh, here we go. A new patent entitled Cryptocurrency System Using Body Activity Data describes how a person attached various sensors to their body to earn cryptocurrency through a process called mining, like Bitcoin obviously involves. And they're just talking about, again, brain waves that are emitting while the user is, you know, on a computer. It, it, and again, who knows how that body activity user platform is linked, but that, that's frightening to me. If, if our oh, bodies, yeah. you know, are generating cryptocurrency mining, that, that to me is called brain mining, essentially. That's frightening. Yeah. Yeah. We could get short circuit. Well, if you have your Siri and you have Wi-Fi or you have one of those and you have Wi-Fi, they're actually reading everything you're doing based on how Wi-Fi is set up. So they don't necessarily need to be at your house to understand what you're doing. They just need to read your Wi-Fi. That's the reason sometimes you're thinking about something and then you get all these commercials about it because your Wi-Fi is telling them, what do you want? Oh, I'm thinking about pizza right now. 
I'm waiting for them to send it over through the internet. <laughs> Printable food. Right? Yeah, they're probably like a little CD food. tray, right? <laughs> a little pizza comes to it. <laughs> what do you think about that, Don? Uh, that would be nice if they could just deliver the pizza. <laughs> oh wow, that's great! Yeah, well, that, Don they could use it for nefarious purposes, though. That's the scary part the the very nefarious things they could do with that, knowing your brain and what you're thinking in there, and what people can do with the monies, and st- all kinds of evil that they could come up with with that. Well, I think they have that 3D uh, food printers now. So, yes. so, you know, you pay, you pay your money online and then it prints out a nice uh, 3D food. Well, that sounds great. Pizza for you. But I was Probably talking about like the cryptocurrency. Plastic. Probably got nanobots in it too. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, and I had a question for Sheila about that. Yeah. What about bio food ingredients? We find many things on our packaging saying this food contains bio food ingredients. What is that, Sheila? Everything does now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's funny you mentioned uh, biofood and 3D printers. I'll get into something on this. Interesting that biofood is basically, it's certified the bio label. It means it's not, uh, it's not grown in conventional types of scenarios. Like animal products were not treated with antibiotics or growth hormones, for example. Um, as a label, it's just ecological agriculture. So in other words, you know, it's just a controlled cultivation. Okay. It cannot, it cannot be, may not be genetically changed. So again, um, with what does that mean? Well, with the use of artificial fertilizers or pesticides or, you know, things like that. Wow. That's, that's crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I'm still I waiting for that question. 3D pizza though. He wants his 3D pizza. <laughs> <laughs> with pepperoni. <laughs> Well, did you guys actually know that Bill Gates is one of the biggest producers of synthetic meat? No, I didn't know that. I know they they have that out there, and sometimes when I go to these fast foods, I wonder that it tastes like synthetic. I mean, this all tastes like regular meat. You got to chew and chew and chew. What is that? It tastes like cardboard, really. Bill Gates backed a lab-grown meat company, and it received USDA approval last year. And it's a California-based lab-grown meat company, and it produces, again, lab-grown meat. Wow. It is cultivated meat that is not from an animal. It is, again, lab-grown. Now, you were talking about nanobots. Probably, most likely, those nanobots are in there. Oh, yeah. We don't even want to know what lab-grown meat is. <laughs> Has in it. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, that the truth? You know, that lab-grown meat is uh, something. I was watching the 3D printer print out steaks. The same exact steak looked the same way with the same marbling and everything uh, on, on the uh, printer. And then they have the lab-grown meat, which is uh, uh, they pull that. Uh, from the uh, the uh, actual cow, and they culture it and grow it in the lab, and so all of this meat that they're growing, that they that that they're using to replace uh, the things that that there's no, you know, one of the things about food is there's no nutrition to to these products that that they're selling and giving us, you know, and if you want to go through uh, anything outside of that, then it's going to cost your arm and a leg. 
And, and, and I think one of the things that we need to keep in mind is, is that the FDA here in the United States is, is, is a, is, is, is a culprit and one of the biggest culprits in all of our, our food and our drugs because they approve these things and, and have all of these flaws that they, uh, calculate in the risk of giving us food and drugs. You know, and they're one of the biggest horrible places I say that, that there is in the United States because they keep approving clone meat. You know, they clone these cows, they clone these sheep and they just feed us. And then the FDA allows these big conglomerates to not identify the clone meat and the lab grown meat. You know, they, they won't put the labels on there. And that just really kills me. What, what do you think about that, Sheila? Absolutely. And you're right. These meat substitutes or these plant-based alternative 3D printed meats are supposed to be containing meat products. They say commonly they're created from filament mixtures like soy or pea protein or beetroot or, you know, coconut fat or algae protein or depending on the brand, but you have to really wonder when you look at these computer-aided replicas when they print this meat, you have to really wonder what is really going on there and what does that contain? Like some of the 3D food printers, they have this heating element and then it, it creates a, a robotic arm, uses this nozzle to dispense a paste-like cultured meat-looking substance and it looks horrific. Wow. Tastes like cardboard, too. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I really don't want to eat it to try no. it. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, these fast food places must be doing it because I'm telling you, I'm chewing and chewing and going, this tastes like cardboard. Okay, well, I'll tell you what's worse than even this stuff is the fact that look at close. I want to kill everybody. Schwab, the evil James Bond villain. With the WEF, he wants us to eat the bugs. Did you know that? Though? Oh yeah, exactly. They want to uh, get rid of all the uh, the cattle and all the uh, farming, and we're just to eat bugs. That's your protein. Yeah, cricket. Yep. And do you know the interesting thing about this is their biggest cricket plant in the world. The bug plant is being. Uh, it's either Ohio or Idaho. I just read this the other day. The biggest one in the world is being uh, built right now. Wow. Oh. Now, what is that? Chinese owned? No, you got to really be careful with this, folks, because what they're doing is they're putting bugs into our food and they're really not identifying it. So, for example, I have a uh, bag of chips that I posted on my Facebook page. And at the back, you can see that it says uh, cricket powder. Oh. So they're putting in a lot of things, but they, nobody reads the ingredients. So oh. people are just buying this willy-nilly. That is truly frightening. And there's something in our in our large and small intestine that does not that is very very highly allergic, probably for good reason to things like locusts and bugs. Obviously, people say, "Well, John the Baptist ate." locusts and blah 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 but i mean come on let's get real here i don't think we're looking at the same genetically modified kinds of things that we're dealing with nowadays exactly uh, absolutely and what about the plastic rice yes exactly yeah. uh. that stuff is one element literally away from plastic 
fantastic. <laughs> Don, thank you for calling in. We're going to go ahead and free up this line for another caller. God bless you, Don. Bye now. All right, folks, we have a line open. That's 951-389-4950. If you'd like to have this book here, uh, Don, like I said, go to Luke418radio.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page, send us an email with your, your name, your address, and your telephone number, so we'll send out the copy to you uh, as soon as we get them. Amen? All right. So again, folks, that's 951-389-4950. Call in. And uh Pastor Priscilla, God bless you folks. We are on the chat room on Luke418radio.com. If you go to the homepage there on the bottom right, um, join us in the chat room. We got Pastor Bill there and Pastor Valerie and, and Pastor Kenneth and Pastor Priscilla, Don Carlos. We have Grace there and many others. Join us in the chat room. Sheila. Yes, that sounds wonderful. Joining us in the chat room. If people have any questions or anything else, one of the things I wanted to uh, briefly mention about this book that I find really exciting, Bill, is that, you know, I mean, it's a very horrifying topic, but the good news that I think is so important about this book, and I really lay this out at the end. The good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ, obviously, but it's also that as soldiers of the living God, we really need to start, I don't think, I think I said this to Valerie, there's never been a time in history when spiritual warfare and deliverance and really tactical advanced weaponry is so urgently needed when we have this seeker-friendly nightmare scenario in the church where it's, you know, three hymns and a PowerPoint and a cinnamon latte, nothing about Jesus, nothing like living out the book of Acts, which is a hand manual for Christian living, nothing about deliverance, nothing about the keys to the kingdom, binding, loosing. We have been given these amazing keys to the kingdom, and I think that's really important. At the very end of the book, I talk a lot about that, and I even have a a really powerful arsenal, a blueprint, powerful spiritual warfare prayer at the end of the book to protect us from what's coming. I think that's very key as we crash headlong into the end of days. As we see, we look around the world and, you know, this, the reactor rods are all going off at the same time, really, aren't they? They absolutely they are. are. You have in Chapter 5, you talk about the beast tech. Very interesting. Yes, yeah, so in each chapter, I kind of lay out, like, for example, I say demon tech, beast tech, fallen angel tech. In chapter five, it's really, um, I talk about the mark of the beast tech. So I really get into, okay, what is, what is the mark of the beast? What are we talking about here? Because we hear that so much in Bible prophecy. People do talk about the mark of the beast. But no one really ever breaks down, like, what is the mark of the beast? What are we looking at? Um, it's interesting, Revolution, uh, Revelation, is it 13, says that it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast, so that the image of the beast might speak and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. You know, there's a lot of biblical scholars out there that believe the Antichrist is an evil satanic ruler. You know, of course, we know that the last days before Jesus returns to rule the earth, there's going to be two witnesses, and there's going to be, you know, it says in Revelation, the beast should speak and cause as many would not worship 
the beast to be killed. And so when we look at the beast and we look at the exact meaning, and remember he's identified by a mysterious number 666, talks about the false prophet, the two witnesses, you know, what is that all about? And so that chapter really gets into all of that and including, um, you know, the by the Bible telling us no one's going to be able to buy or sell. Well, Satan's plan from the beginning has been to remove God and be worshipped as God. That's his whole plans to raise up a false prophet on this, the beast that's going to rise up out of the sea, Daniel 7, 3 and Revelation 13. So in biblical times, you know, we see all these, um, as I said, these eyes are going to be everywhere. Look at through connectivity. It says that everything can be hooked up at the same time. Can you imagine that, Valerie and Bill? Wow. You know, this, this, um, this kind of like Borg, this idea that everybody's going to be connected at all time. That's really That's interesting. That's frightening, yes. They have, like they'll have full control. Like a AI being, right? Yeah. They'll have full control of you. They can, well, this entity, yeah. it'll, when, when you look at Revelation 13, 3 through 4 and Daniel 7, 24, it says the beast is all powerful and receives all the world wondered. And he received worship by everyone. They worship the beast. And I thought, well, isn't, that's almost like you'd have to almost think about something being like a sentient being. An yes. entity would have to be godlike, mimicking Almighty's God attributes, right? All-knowing, all-powerful, everywhere at the same time. Well, what else could, you know, the terrifying thing about these recent technological advances is that today the image of the beast could actually exact the same physical appearance as the Antichrist, right? Look at these deep fakes, the deep AI learning. You know, look at um, deep learning as a subset of AI, and it has these we have you know, another intelligent, call. they make intelligent decisions on yes, their own. Yes, so. yes. Praise the Lord. This is Luke 418 Radio. God bless you, Sheila. This is uh, Pastor Priscilla. Priscilla. God Welcome. bless you. Pastor Priscilla. Uh, uh, Priscilla, hold on for a second. I wanted to say something is that we are already using the 6-6 beast system already. We've been using this since uh, the 80s, the 90s. And folks, anything that has to do with a scan code, you cannot buy or sell without that code being on it. In the beginning, it's 6. In the middle, there's a 6. And at the end, there's a 6. We're already been using the 666 code B system. That's the barcode, right? That's right. The barcode, and this is to buy and sell. And, and we've already been using this. It's just eventually it's going to end up in the forehead or your, your right hand. Pastor Priscilla. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing, huh? Yeah, well, thank you for uh, sharing that with us. I, I just want to say this this broadcast today is so eye-opening. The entire time my mouth is wide open, just wow, because these are definitely things that I've seen, um, people sharing on the Internet, but nobody talks about them, no addresses these things. So I'm so thankful that you guys are addressing this today. All right. Do you have a question um, for Sheila? Yes, I do. Uh, Sheila, my question for you is first, uh, I want to thank you for your book. I hope I, I'm one of the callers and I hope I, <laughs> I get to get a copy. Um, but I do have a, a question for you, Sheila. What are your thoughts on 
the COVID. Um, I know, I don't know if you've seen, like, I've seen videos of people um, speculating that it was a, a, a man-made, um, fabricated um, situation to take away, like you mentioned earlier about the population, to depopulate us. What are your thoughts on that? Because I also saw a video of a uh, deliverance minister, minister ministering to a girl and she said that um, this demon, this COVID demon, uh, she said, if you get this shot, you get this demonic imprint on you. So I don't know what are your thoughts on that. Well, I have to tell you that. Um, and again, in Chapter 9, I really go into my thoughts on what essentially is this, what is this thing that they've put injected into us? And um, I really do believe, especially when you look at the mad scientists behind this, like, I call him Fausti, Faust, Fauci. I mean, he is straight out of the gates of hell. And Mr. Computer Virus himself, evil Bill Gates, the Gates Foundation, they gave millions, I mean, hundreds of millions to develop mRNA-based vaccines for infectious diseases 10, 20 years ago. Gates Foundation has been funneling money into Pfizer, BioNTech, Kirvac, GlaxoSmithKline, so they're using biotechnology patents that Bill Gates owns some of these patents. So these modern, I call them pharmakia, we know that pharmakia, the word is sorcery. These modern pharmakias, to me, are using medicine, drugs, uh, witchcraft, and the sorceries, remember what they said in Revelation 18, 23 is shocking, and it says... Listen to this. The bride shall be heard no more at all in thee, for thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by their sorceries were all nations deceived. That word there, pharmakia. Did you catch up by their sorceries? All nations deceived. Bill Gates, the sorcery king himself, no. invests in doc Dr. Fauci's global vaccine action plan. These things have been around for years. So what do I think it is? I truly believe this is demon tech. It has got a concoction. It's got hydrogel, which is a technology invented by, oh, guess who, DARPA. Hydrogel contains microscopic nanobots, which get injected into you, not only to modify your genes, but it allows technology to interface with people. So in a nutshell, I believe the shot, in my opinion, when you get injected with genetic modifying technologies and nanobots, well, that irreversibly changes your genetics. Is it permanent and ir irreversible? I think horribly by receiving this jab, knowingly or unknowingly this jab, you've been, I think, voluntarily decided to join with the transhumanist movement. Now, do I also believe in powerful deliverance? I think deliverance is absolutely the only thing, prayer and powerful prayer and deliverance by the grace of God that that can reverse this, this nightmare, that it's a micro-needle delivery technology. We know that Moderna has even come out and said that this stuff contains DNA-changing, bio remember the word luciferous? Do you know the, that this stuff contains an ingredient? Look it up, luciferase. And when I heard that wow. word, luciferase, if you look this up, is... What is contained in this microgel, 
this delivery system. This Bill Gates came up with a quantum dot microneedle delivery system called luciferase. Anybody can look this up. Luciferase is a term for this bioluminescent light that is readable through a little ID code. It's it's like a bio ID thing. And I think it's very telling wow. that the United Nations outlined this visible digital seal in a paper that they put out in 2020. So I think that's very interesting. And also, Harry Lippman tweeted out in 2020, vaccine passports are an absolutely fantastic idea. All humans that are vaccinated should be in accordance with their health care records. Well, there you go. This shadow cabal wants to edit your DNA for good reasons. And why do you think that these Gates and other elites have long opined that there's too many people on the earth? They've got to get rid of them. Well, again, if you cut population, you can deactivate these vaccine-implanted operating systems in us. What do they do? What's the, what's the next step? More hellish terraforming, perhaps? You tell me, folks. Wow. Wow. And, and you know what? Um, you are absolutely um, correct because uh, this deliverance minister um, commanded this demon to speak. And he asked this, uh, this demon, what is your name? And you're absolutely right. Um, and he said it was his name was Pharmakia. So you're, you're right about that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Thank I'll you tell so you. much. Well, I'll tell you, the, wow. you know, why don't you share with us, Sheila? Okay. So we, 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 we see these bad things coming and, and we, we're going to have to go through this. So how can we go through this as a Christian instead of getting all bound up with fear and anxiety and worry? How, how do we go through this? Well, that's a really great question. And again, because we are talking about super terrifying realities as these techno overlords are implementing this techno serfdom, as I call it, you know, what, what is the, the answer to all of this? And I think it's really important that, you know, Jesus addressing his disciples concerning the signs of his coming at the end of the age said it would, again, we talked about this, it would be as the days of Noah. Worse than it ever had been or ever would be again. That's what it says. But the good news is, you know, that we have a savior. And look at David. You know, that story was important because Goliath, the giant, he was defeated. True believers are the salt of the earth. Amen. And the only influence identified in scripture is the power against which the gates of hell cannot prevail. You know, these transhumanists want immortality to live forever, but Jesus is the only one. The Son of the Living God promises actual eternal life. And unlike the Matrix-style hatchery that we're looking at with these transhumanism, we have a very compassionate, wonderful Father God. And the Lord has compassion for us. And Jesus is the only one. I mean, he essentially went to the cross to pave the way for us to be atoned from our sinful nature. And so it's really important that he said, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. So undoubtedly, 
there's going to be people listening out there that who knows maybe how they came across this broadcast. But the bottom line is you have to have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Fortunately, you know, each human, they've been blessed with free will and the choice is theirs to make. But each of us can, you know, the Lord wants us to, it's not his will that any should perish. The Lord wants his people to leave the sinful world, the culture of seduction. And so that's necessary that people have to pray to Jesus, ask forgiveness, turn away from their sin, and accept him as your Savior. That is a really the most important thing is that people get their lives um, lined up with Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, what, what do we want to hear, Bill? Well, really, once you've made Jesus Lord of your life, it says that though men may kill your body or you die of old age or however you die, your spirit remains alive with Jesus. And one day he will resurrect our bodies into an incorruptible eternal form. That That's what our hope and glory is, is our Redeemer. That's right. You know, I'm not going to worry about what they do to my body. I'm going to get home to Jesus and go, honey, I'm home. (laughs) Right? Yep. Come on. We'll be home. We're going to be home. Yeah. That's right. Wow, folks. Can't corrupt us up there. That's right. You know, this has been an interesting hour, folks. We've been talking about the Technogeddon, the coming human extinction, uh, the author Sheila Zielinski. And I'll tell you, Man, this is what we need. This is a now word. This is opening our eyes. We need to share this with our family and our friends and our cousins, our pastors, and everyone else you can think of. Wow, this is amazing. Now, you know, folks, we need to do a deliverance now. We need to do some deliverance prayers. Those that are out there, maybe you've been involved with some techno beast, or maybe you've been really siding with this transhumanism. Maybe you, you've been really uh, gathering up all this, this ungodly belief system of the Tower of Babel. And, and really uh, searching out fallen angel technology. God wants you to search Jesus. God wants you to put Jesus first in your life and everything you do. You know, it's one thing to say the prayer and to be baptized. That gets you into the kingdom. But you see, what we have to do now is build a relationship, a personal relationship with Jesus the Christ to know him. John chapter 15 talks about that. Draw close to Jesus and Jesus will draw close to you. This is every believer's responsibility. Now, the devil wants to distract you and pull you into all the cares of this world and the temptation, and there's danger in this. There's danger in following all this AI technology, getting engulfed in this, because it will make you into a lukewarm Christian where God vomits you out of his mouth. God wants you to be hot for him. It's totally sold out for him. And now some of you today, you need some deliverance. You need your, your eyes have been opened through this transmission and you need some deliverance right now to break those bondages off of your life. Now, Pastor Priscilla, I'd like for you to be a part of this too. And, uh, Sheila, would you go ahead and start this off? I will. Thank you for this. Yes, deliverance is the children's bread and deliverance does what nothing else will do. And this is, Really important. So, folks, if you would just come in agreement tonight. Father in heaven, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We repent for our sins. 
we repent and renounce all the whoredoms and iniquity and idolatries off each of us. Tonight, our generational family lines, we stand in a gap. Father, we close the doors. We break the all curses of our lives stemming from these iniquities. Lord, you've given us all power over the enemy, it says in Luke ten nineteen, and we exercise that power now, that authority that you gave us. Satan, we address you tonight. We bind you with a threefold cord. We rebuke you and render you powerless in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind the strongmen over our cities, our nation. We lose fire burning and judgments on these devils, these wicked spirits, principalities, familiar spirits, unclean spirits, these soul hunters, soul scalpers, witch wizards, warlocks, especially as we come into this high day of All Hallows' Eve. All these necromancers, sorcerers, we break these rituals off the people of God that are listening right now. We break the generational curses. We stand in the gap, Father. The rituals, the incantation, hexes, vexes, hoodoo, voodoo, jinn, magic, juju, spells, chi, prana, aura, all these workers of iniquity that are using astral projection and these human spirits that are do we lose the judgments of the living god and every demonic entity that is enforcing these things upon us these curses we bind you with a threefold cord we break your power and we command you right now to go to the dry places or where jesus christ sends you to be tormented before your time we sever all this this uh necromancy the pharmacia i break your power we bind and break the power of all these these um, spirits in operation. God, you said that no weapon formed against us, not even tech weaponry. So we take authority of these man-made bioweapons. I call them bioweapons, including all this stuff in the COVID vaccine, the jab, all this electromagnetic, the mRNA, DNA changing, all of the witchcraft, the manipulation, scalar waves, uh, ley lines. We bind every spirit at the threefold court operating through nanotech, robots, genetic engineering, CRISPR, uh, whatever we're eating that's in our food, Lord, our electronic devices, our these fitness trackers, iPads, mobile phones, all these boys, boisey, bows, demons. You get out now in the name of Jesus. I speak death to these heinous things right now in Jesus' name, the geoengineering. I curse you at the root. Come on, I call angels in right now, according to Hebrews 1, to come in and start pulling these things out of the people right now. You, If you had the job tonight, I curse that thing at the root, and I command that thing to die and dissolve now in the name of Jesus Christ. Any covenants, contracts, agreements, oaths, vows, be broken by the blood and in the name of Jesus Christ right now. All these curses that were sent to us be sent back upon the transmitter right now in Jesus' name. Father God, we ask Jesus, we ask you to send the wall of fire of the Holy Spirit, Zechariah 2.5. Burn the scrolls of the enemy that's carrying out attacks against us. We command division tonight in the camp of the enemy. We declare unrelenting judgment against the entire globalist agenda, including these United Nations demons, these pharmacia, pharmaceutical companies, all these hellish agents that are complicit in this tonight, Lord, the Fauci's, the Gates, we lose the judgment of God on you tonight, Almighty God on you. We lose fire burning and judgment. Father, we ask forgiveness again, and we speak a supernatural reversal and a neutralization to any damage that was done through this beast tech, demon tech, vaccine shot inoculation, all of it. We ask the blood of Jesus to cleanse our DNA and every cell in our body right now in the name of of Jesus, and I'm going to take a sip of water and turn it over to you, Bill. Amen. Pastor Priscilla, go ahead. 
Yeah, I feel like to break the curse of fear, because as people are listening in, I know a lot of people have taken this shot, and I know that fear tries to lurk and take our peace. So by the authority in the name of Jesus Christ, I take a stand against every fear right now, every tormenting devil that is trying to vex our minds and hearts, and because of all the information that we heard today, be destroyed now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we reject every report of fear that is sent your way. We cancel that assignment right now in the name of Jesus. I bind every demonic thought of fear that has incarcerated your mind and your heart and tried to paralyze you. I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. Let it be destroyed now, fully and completely in the name of Jesus. We refuse to move in fear. We will... Move in confidence that we are saved, that we are loved as long as we repent. We repent right now for any open door knowingly and unknowingly that we have opened, Father. Forgive us, Father, for we did not know. And I declare right now over the lives, the families, the children, we declare courage, um, health, restoration of your health, restoration of your mind, restoration of your heart. Right now, let the Holy Spirit fire encircle your house right now. We place the blood of Jesus over your house right now. And we shut down every demonic plot, scheme, while in operation that the devil has tried to use to plant fear in your heart. And I command you to be destroyed now. Every witchcraft assignment sent your way. We rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I destroy your seeds right now, up and out, up and out here, up and out in the name of Jesus. I smite you with the holy fire and burn now in the name of Jesus. I destroy the fear of man and every fear right now trying to take your peace in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for this day. And we give it to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Pastor Bill. Amen, amen, amen. Pastor Valerie. I rebuke the fear that people would have that think that they have received the mark of the beast unknowingly, and they're fearing that they've lost their salvation. I come against that fear in the mighty name of Jesus, and I break that. Satan is just lying to you. It is very evident that we will receive the mark, or people will, if they take it in their right hand or their forehead. And in the Greek, it says in. So I do believe, like Sheila said, this could be a a uh, technological implant. So don't be afraid that you've received the mark of the beast in Jesus' mighty name, because that's a lie of the devil. And yes, there's going to be tremendous fear. In the scripture, it says that people will die of fear in these last days. But I pray in Jesus' name that you as a born-again Christian, if you're walking in holiness and righteousness right now, and you're serving the Lord God, you will not die and go to hell for eternity in Jesus' name. Folks, you need to get this book. Let me tell you, you can go to Amazon.com and type in Technogeddon, The Coming Human Extinction by Sheila Zielinski. And let me tell you something. There's a very powerful prayer on page 152. Let me tell you something. This is going to break the the bondage is going to break the, the demonic strongholds in your life. And it's going to come right against powerful uh, vaccine to be broken 
in Jesus' mighty name. Folks, you need this prayer. You need to get that book today. And once you get that book, go to that that uh, prayer. Go to that prayer section and start praying this over your family, your friend, your children, your aunts, your uncles, your brothers and sisters, your mom and dad. Uh, man, they need this prayer. They need it now. Send it to your, your loved ones. Order it today. Absolutely. Everyone needs to read this. Everyone. You need to have this knowledge. It's all condensed in this one book. And I'll tell you, Sheila did a wonderful job bringing all this information that we need now. You need to be able to protect your family and your children. You, you need to know how to pray for them. The church is missing the mark in warning the congregation what's coming and it's coming fast. How many people know of this agenda that they have planned for the next seven years? You're going to see laws being made and your freedom being taken away worldwide so they can complete their agenda in 2030. So we need to pray against this. We need God to help us. We need to, to draw closer to Jesus so he can draw closer to us. We need to walk a holy and righteous life, folks. There's no more time to be plain Christian. One foot in hell, one foot in the heaven of God. As a lukewarm Christian, and God says, he will vomit you out of his mouth. He will not have anything to do with you. So you got to make that decision today. I'm coming back to Jesus. I'm coming back to Father God. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to, to say no to the devil and yes to Jesus. Yes to a life of holiness and righteousness. This is what I need. Now, folks, many of you need to get into a a good counseling center that does deliverance, inner healing and deliverance, so you can get cleaned up before the Lord and start walking in power and, and authority and start setting your loved ones and your friends free. We need an army of deliverance ministers in these last days, and we need to rise up and set the body of Christ who's asleep now. Set them free in jesus name pastor kenneth we need to let the power of god be upon all of us you know we need to bind the the the, the spirit of fear right now and i bind the spirit of fear in each one of us and to everybody listening now and everybody that will listen to the program in the future we denounce and break off all the demonic strongholds of fear doubt and unbelief in the name of jesus christ with the power of the holy spirit i pray and put the power of God upon each person all the way down to the cellular level, all the way out to the outside of their skin, cleansing them of any kind of pharmacia, any kind of MNRA uh, engineered, bioengineered item in their body. Right now, Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit come and cleanse us of all of these things. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Sheila, well, what a powerful book this is. Thank you for coming on the Luke 418 show and sharing this book with us, the insight. Uh, God has really given you some instruction and knowledge and understanding and revelation. And uh, we just pray that this book will be handed to every believer. They will read it. They will follow uh, what your guideline is to draw close to Jesus and to walk in a holy and righteous life. We would love to have you back on the Luke 418 radio. 
Well, it'd be my distinct pleasure. Um, and I just want to mention that this week, Monday is today, of course, and tomorrow, our show is also released that we recorded last week. Bill, and I want to thank you for coming on my show on the uh, Baptism of Suffering, which is a very powerful show. Uh, we're just in the last part of the pro, um, kind of the after uh, editing and stuff like that. And it's uh, people can watch for that. And I would love to also give out my website for the folks if they have any questions as well. It is SheilaZelinski.com. That is S-H-E-I-L-A-Z-I-L-I-N-S-K-Y at Hotmail.com. And they can also go to SheilaZelinski.tv. And if you put any, uh, even the name of a guest or the name of a topic like Halloween, deliverance, angels, anything in the topic bar, there's a little search bar there. They can pull up any show and there is a lot of um, incredible content that deals with a lot of uh, deliverance prayer as well. We almost have deliverance prayer exclusively on the show. So I just want to thank you guys for what you do at Luke 418 Radio. Bill and Pastor Valerie, thank you so much for what you guys do as well. Well, we love you. Thank you for being on the Luke 418 Radio Show. We'll have you back here soon again. Amen. Amen. My pleasure. Amen. God bless you, folks. We love you. Keep looking up to the horizon where Jesus is because he's fastly approaching. You don't want to be left behind. Amen. That's right. Amen. We love you. God bless you now. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night. God bless you. God bless everyone. You're listening to the Luke 418 Radio. Playing the best radio podcasts and anointed Christian music. Please subscribe and download the Luke 418 radio app at luke418radio.com.